The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Now when Jesus heard about the death of John the baptizer, he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place by himself. But when the crowds heard it, they followed him on foot from the towns. When he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desolate place, and the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villagers and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, They do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, We have only five loaves here and two fish. And he said, Bring them here to me. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass, and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the crowds. And they all ate and were satisfied, and they took up twelve baskets full of the broken pieces left over. And those who ate were about 5,000 men besides women and children. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. It is easy to spot a devil. You can always spot a devil because a devil demands perfection. The devil is an idealist. So the devil only loves you if you live up to his standards. That makes the devil utterly unforgiving. The devil only loves you if you are perfect. And in this case, that means perfectly devilish. Be perfectly devilish and the devil will reward you. That is the formula for witchcraft. Witches trade their evil for the devil's power. So a devil is easy to spot. You can always spot a devil because a devil demands perfection. And when you get it wrong, and you will, the devil will toss you aside into hell. The opposite of anything devilish is our Lord Jesus Christ. He is easy to spot too, because Jesus does not demand anything from you. Jesus is a realist. He knows what you are made of. So Jesus loves you even though you do not live up to his standards. That makes Jesus utterly forgiving. Christianity is not the art of being perfect. It is the joy of being forgiven and perfected by being perfectly given to. Again this morning, at his altar and his pulpit and his font, 
Jesus is drawing each one of you near, and Jesus is giving you mercy and reconciliation and community and beauty and calm and love and life and hope as a participation in his divine nature. So Jesus demands nothing from you, and Jesus gives everything to you. Not so you get what you want, but so Jesus gets what he wants. And what Jesus wants is you. That means all of life is shaped by his altar and pulpit and font. It means that all of life is sacramental. If that sounds too esoteric or too philosophical for you, just think about loaves and fishes. Jesus comes to you just as you are. And Jesus takes whatever you've got. And Jesus makes more of it. That is the sacramental life. If you have five loaves and two fishes, then Jesus uses you to feed 5,000 folks. If you have other gifts, brains or energy or compassion or wisdom, or time on Monday or Wednesday or Sunday to work around the church a bit, printing things and planting things and teaching kids and fixing things, or if all you've got is cold, hard cash, Jesus will put that to work too, multiplying it. This work can work so well that it can actually be frightening. The same apostles who were sent out two by two a few weeks ago to preach and heal and cast out demons and raise the dead they came back very proud of their accomplishments. They returned to Jesus and told him all that they had done and all that they had taught. That's what the scriptures say. But today these very same apostles are flummoxed when Jesus gives them something new to do. You give them something to eat. But no worries, Jesus is not a pietist. And Christianity is not the art of being perfect. And Jesus knows what he has put into you, each one of you. And Jesus knows what he can get out of you, each one of you. And Jesus loves you even when you get it wrong, but Jesus really, really hopes that you would get it right. So what new thing might Jesus be giving you to do today? At St. John, our summers are intentionally left a bit empty. But it is not only so that you can rest a bit and recharge. Summer is also meant as a time for you to reflect. And then in the year ahead, starting in September, to commit to a bit of risk, 
like the apostles did when 5,000 folks showed up unexpectedly for dinner. This church life from Acts chapter 2, the life that we often speak about, orbiting Christ and embracing the scriptures, and saying our prayers for the life of the world, coming to the Mass and tasting the Eucharist every Sabbath, and giving a tithe, and on top of that, giving alms, and washing each other in mercy, friends and strangers, and even enemies, and making Jesus known with a winsome witness. That is not only practicing what you have got already, but also picking up what is new to you, what really needs work, what needs to be done, even when it is frightening, because it is in love for God and in service to our neighbor. So ask yourself, what is Jesus asking you to try that you have not tried? When 5,000 men, women, and children showed up for dinner by surprise, there was no faithful option except getting over fear and doing what Jesus asks. Do new and do more and do better. It is the same for you and for me. Jesus knows what he has put into you. Jesus knows what he can get out of you. Jesus loves you even when you get it wrong. And Jesus will never toss you aside for trying your best. So why don't you come to the Holy Supper now? The meal for us that nourishes this life of ours. To an altar for a feast where one thing becomes quite another. To a spot for something that is even more miraculous than five loaves and two fishes becoming food for 5,000. And when we're done, you should get out of here and get busy and do some good to all of those folks in verse 13 who will be rushing toward you today because they recognize that you've been with Jesus this morning and they will be wanting to see what you are going to do next. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.